Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hello, baseball fans, and welcome to another edition to A Visit to the Mound. I'm Lark Smith, along with Stan Huff. And today we have a special guest in studio with us, Denny Copeland, a former college player at Baylor, also a former college baseball umpire. Denny is now involved in a baseball statistical game known as Fantasy Baseball, a phenomenon that has taken over the hearts and minds of baseball fans across the country. Denny, thanks for being with us today. What I want to know about or what I know about the origins of fantasy baseball is it began with several baseball newspaper writers up in the Northeast, most notably Daniel Ockrant, who wrote a book entitled Rotisserie Baseball. From that humble beginning, fantasy baseball has evolved into several different ways of, to form a league and has also spawned fantasy leagues in other sports. How did you get involved in fantasy baseball? We started, uh, after we got out of school, we were playing... Uh, City League softball, right? Slow pitch. All of us did, and uh, <laughs> we were playing that. And then everybody. And in 1983, we had, I think it was ten guys that wanted to start the baseball concept. And so this year we are in our 40th year. Wow! To play. Wow! You must be the commissioner. I am the commissioner. He's hey. been a commissioner. I've been a commissioner, and you and I both started this back before there was computer programs to take care of all the commissioner's oh, work. Yes. And we would get, uh, there was the sporting news, which was a sports publication exactly. that we had. It was in a, pa a paper form. And then we would get the Dallas morning news. And that was before, uh, they came out every Tuesday with the baseball stats <laughs> accumulated by the week. Mm-hmm. So had, you didn't had, do it box score by box score like box I did? box scores back well, then, we, didn't we they? Did, we, If there was a discrepancy, we would go in and clarify that via the box score. Okay. Right. So, but uh, I was a little lazy. I waited for the Dallas Morning News to come out or Sporting News, and then, uh, and then we would come in and I would mail out the stats once, once we had me a little spreadsheet and all of that, and we got it entered, so... Isn't it, isn't it sad that they don't put box scores in the paper now? Uh, you know, uh, at the time now, not having a sports page. Right. And that's also nice to have it on your phone where you can look at oh, it. Oh, yeah, but that's one of the reasons I quit taking the paper. No box exactly. No box scores, yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. Now, um, fantasy baseball can take different forms as far as what statistics you use. There are different leagues. I understand that you're in, like, 
several different leagues that use several different statistical categories. Is we that are, correct? We are, and the categories that we use we for offense, we do on-base percentage. Mm-hmm. A lot of people use batting average. We do runs, home runs, RBIs, and stolen bases. And then on pitching, we do ERA. Whip is uh, walks, hits allowed, uh, innings pitched, mm-hmm. wins, strikeouts, and saves. And there are all kind of variations that you can go. Right. And uh, we're playing the league that I'm in now. You can do a, the true rotisserie league is just an accumulation of points that you add up for the season. Right. And the other thing now that's gotten very popular is a head-to-head league. So I may play you in a week. Right. And then, uh, you know, each category, like a home run's uh, one point, and you add up at the collective total at the uh, at the end of the week and then if you then if you have the total point accumulation over that then you're the one you get a win for the week how many leagues are you in right now right now I'm in seven because they're so the highest <laughs> I, the highest I've ever been in is 39 oh my gosh goodness gracious but it's not it's not that complicated I understand with with computers nowadays with computers it's not, but it's just still you you have to really know your stuff. When uh, first off, you got to draft a team, right? Got to draft. Do you redraft players every year, or do yes. you hold there, on there, to there's some? Cert, there's three categories that you have in fantasy baseball. You have a redraft league where those players go back every year to right. draft. Okay. Then there is a keeper league where you can select three or four players. And then the rest of your players go back in the pool. Right. And then there is a dynasty league, which you can keep every player if you want. Wow. So, <laughs> I mean, it, it's uh, – Well, I will admit from when, when I first got in the fantasy league, it helped me uh, be more involved in Major League Baseball because I knew more about every individual player out there right. because I had to do my research to do the drafting and stuff like that. But then I'd go to a Ranger game being a Ranger fan, and I'm rooting for Kent Herbeck yes. or, or, or Robin Yount or somebody that wasn't on the Ranger squad. I thought, this is schizophrenic. Well, <laughs> i got to quit this. And the purist in baseball will say, oh, you cannot be pulling and pulling for an opposing player. Well, listen. I mean, I know Stan, Stan was in the Yankee organization. Right. And, you know, I would get sentimental and choose for guys that I know or whatever. But now I don't care who they're playing. If they're on my fantasy team, that's who I'm pulling for. <laughs> well, you know, right now with the movement they got, you know, all these, uh, you know, with free agency and all that, you're you're having to do a lot of research every time you look up. You're, well, you you're, know, s- some of the guys that we know that are involved in organizations or scouts or whatever, it's like it, the games changed. So when when we were all playing or involved in the in baseball. And that was a, that was in the late '60s and early '70s. The games changed so much. Oh yeah, the money is stupid. Uh, the, oh, tell me about it. So, <laughs> and we were talking earlier about giving a 18 or 19 year old kid X amount of million dollars. I could be wrong, but a rookie getting to the big leagues right now makes roughly five hundred eighty-five thousand. Yeah, right. About a half million. Yeah. Right, half million. A little more than that. Yeah, yeah there's a couple kids That's just here. making the roster. There's a couple kids here from Central Texas that signed, and uh, 
they their bonus was like two point six million. Mm-hmm. Well, I've, that's not unheard of. No, back I mean, when I played, a hundred thousand was a big deal. Hundred thousand and uh, Rick Monday, who used yeah. to play for the Angels, mm-hmm. long time ago. Yeah, he was like, the first player drafted. Yes. So anyway. But. Well, you know, a hundred thousand now is like tenth uh, or twelfth round money. Right. I, I, that's what I'm hearing. Right. <laughs> I'm I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know. <laughs> well, anyway. So that's, anyway. Well, it's for, back to the fantasy baseball. You, you, you're checking out hot players right now. You got hot players. Yeah, who who might those guys be right now? See, that I just happen you, to have a little. You got your spreadsheet right there. Well, I got, I've got one. I we our our statistics go every week. So I picked up uh, sleeper hitters for the week of this week and week five. Who pa- you got? Patrick Wisdom. Okay. Third baseman for the Chicago Cubs. Right. Power, I think he's got six or seven home runs now. It's not going to last, but if he's hot like that, I'd pick him up. How about Trey Turner? Trey Turner's a given. I mean, Trey Turner in our big league that we are involved in a league, and it's all based out of the Pentagon. (laughs) My gosh. So these guys are here. Trey Turner was the first pick. He was the first pick? I don't don't believe him. He was with Washington, but he went to Philadelphia. Right. And – he was the first pick, but the the deal is offense. Now the one the uh, Jacob Degrom was the first pitcher to go, was he? And then the other one was the kid from the Yankees, uh, Carlin yes, yes, uh, Judge Judge no, no. the pitcher. Oh, uh, used to be at Houston. That guy. Uh, I can't <laughs> think remember. of his name I, right now. I, I'm at a loss there. But what about Kyle Schwarber? Swarber's good. I liked his, but he's got a you quick know, he's bat. Got, Swarber's got, he's, the only thing is his batting average gets you. He doesn't run any, but I think he led, what, 46 home runs last year. Well, I like his power. Mm-hmm. He, and he's, he's, and he's, hit, he's power. hitting in the right ballpark. Yeah. And, well, and, and the other thing is you put him in, in front of uh, Bryce Harper. Yeah, and, and Rio Muto and some of these other guys. Uh, Harper's just, just getting back into it. Right. We, we've got him uh, – a friend of mine, we've got Harper. We t- went ahead and took him, and he's already rehabbing to come in and play first base. Right. And now they're even saying he might not have to take a minor league uh, option to go out for rehab. Well, now the National League's got DH, so he could DH too, right? Well, you know, that's, right. a, that's the deal I think now that uh, with the – used to it was American League only. Right. But the, but the other thing, it also brings these – power hitters and some of the other guys <clears throat> that are going to be able to extend their career. Right. And and I am a DH advocate because I don't think pitchers should be batting because every every season you got a couple guys that get injuries either getting hit on their hands or, or running the bases. Well, with a rib cage muscle. Yeah, they, they don't need pitchers. <laughs> it sure takes a lot of strategy out of the game well, as far does. as managing. I, I, agree. I, I agree. And I, I like the fact that it was different. I like the fact that the American League had DH, the National League didn't. I like now, the fact that there was some difference between the leagues. Now, the one I like, and, and I didn't like him as a player because he was always an opponent, but I like Dusty Baker as a manager. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because when done he's well. talking, he's done well. He adapts to the situation, and just to hear him talk. And he's old school. Oh, yeah. Right. He's old school. And then everything that, of course, now he's with Houston, but every time you hear the Astro players talk, 
they they have superlatives for him. Oh yeah, right. absolutely. So I, I, I'm a Dusty Baker fan. Okay, as far as players go, picking week by week. Who had Adolis Garcia this last week? I did. <laughs> you got a lot of points, so didn't that, you? And, and it's one of those deals when you're sitting there watching uh, Major League Baseball Network mm-hmm. uh, scrolling or you're watching on ESPN and they're running the creeper lines on right. the bottom. And it, and it said, Garcia, three home runs. And they had to do the translation. I said, that's my guy. So it's like thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> but that can also go the other way, too. How's that? I had somebody call the other day, or they sent a text, and they wanted um, – they, well, they offered they offered Correa, DeGrom, and Abreu. For Garcia? No. Huh? So they come in there, and they want uh, – to this other guy, because they were counseling, they wanted Trey Turner, uh, Freddie Freeman, and – Freddie Freeman and somebody else. Oh, a pitcher was uh, Lance Lynn. Lance Lynn, Lance okay. Lynn, okay. And Lance Lynn, Lance Lynn was good at one time. He was good at one time, but uh, I would say probably now he's on the downslope. I see. Okay. So, but anyway, I told I told him to turn him. I told him to decline that offer because I have Abreu and Correa in another league out of Houston, and I said. Yeah, th- that's a fleece job if you accept that trade. Right. Who's got Trout? Who's... Oh, I don't know. I mean, but he went he went ahead of before because I was going to take Trout. I had the seventh pick in my deal, and Trout went like the player before me. All right. I got gotcha. you. So, but but the, another one to talk about, Trout, uh, Otani, and uh, Turner Ward. Mm-hmm. Those three guys. I mean, uh, Ward hits leadoff. Trout hits second. Otani hits third. And they went back to back to and he, back. And he pitches, too. And he pitches. Uh, Otani well, amazing. Is, Otani, I mean, we've had some of the uh, Japanese players come, or Korean players come over, mm-hmm. and they've been very effective, but there's been nobody in that category for mm-hmm. uh, with what Otani does. Well, I've, I've uh, witnessed a little bit. I had a Hideki or Arabu, Arabu, yeah, yeah. When, when he's with the uh, Montreal Expos. And then Matsui was a uh, right fielder for the Yankees. Right. And they, they, those are good players. But okay, they, the but pitcher I was good. thinking about with the Yankees was Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Garrett as, Cole. Y'all, he's probably high on your list as well. Yes. I mean, it, I would love to have him. But the, but the deal is, in major le- the major leagues this year, uh, they're starting to – Long time ago, all of the old vets would go. They would go complete games. Nolan Ryan, right? That's Kirk the way it Schilling, should be. All of them, and that's yeah. the way they do it. And the other thing is, I don't think the kids throw enough to go because uh, thirty years ago, you were saying you know it was nothing to throw nineteen or twenty complete games. Right. Oh, it, look, I got to tell you, as managing an independent ball, it was. Uh, I've I wanted my pitchers to go deep into the. As far as that, we had 16 complete games, and our closest team had won. At the end of the year, we had a fresher bullpen, right. and we won because we had a fresher bullpen, and that was it. Well, I think I think that the idea to uh, to go in, if you have a, they're considered an ace, and they still might only go six and a third. Right. And then and then the other thing is now the game of relievers. Mm-hmm. 
you have a you have a seventh inning reliever, you have an eighth inning reliever, and then you have a closer. Yeah, setup guy. Yeah, setups. A, a, a short guy, setup guy. And, and now they're de- now they're designated, you know, and and they'll come in, and you'll bring your guy in in the seventh. Then you'll have the setup guy in the eighth, and you have your closer. Well, it, it just uh, I guess it it uh, legitimizes the the salary they're paying them then. Well, you know, they're getting the work out of them. How yeah, does that somewhere. affect the points that you guys have in fantasy league as far as how these pitchers have, have changed roles per se? You don't get them as deep into a game as a starter. Well, how does the, that? The, the, pro- the problem is the problem, and it's already noticeable this season. You could have a, a quality starter going, and he gets four and two thirds. It doesn't get a win. Doesn't get a win, and they take him out. And wins was one of our primary pitching categories, <laughs> right? So, and and so what happens there? Uh, we also get credit for quality starts, right? But a, but a quality starts now is six innings. So you know, so used to that's a quality start. That's a quality start now. You know, there was a time back when Nolan Ryan was pitching with the Angels. I think you had to get to the seven. You had to pitch seven innings. Yeah, to, and, to get in. Yeah. And Louis Tiant was pitching for Boston. They teamed. They tied it. To, tied it up one one night. It may be in Boston. I don't know, or maybe in California. But the game went to extra innings, and both of them went the distance. Yeah. Uh, Nolan Ryan threw like two hundred fifty pitches. And, 260 pitches and Tiant threw 230 or 40, you know, and they pit. They started the next time out. Yeah, they, they didn't miss a rotation time. Well, I think the I, I pitcher. Mean, I, th- I think you have guys now that used to they could throw 125 to 130 pitches, not miss a start. And the other thing that you see now, I some, think it's a matter of their tra- uh, their training. They don't train as hard as they used to. They no. don't. And the, other, and the other thing is, some teams now with lesser talent, they're going to six starters. I've done that before, and and yeah. uh, you know, so now now do you do the five or six inning appearance? Well, and go here's the thing: when I was in independent ball, we only had like ten days of spring training. Right. So you guys are these guys are not really that great in shape anyway. Right. So when I started this this in Waterbury, Connecticut, I started this six guys. And it didn't go over well. I said, you back off. (laughs) You want to stay here? You're going to have to do this for a while until you get in shape. So that's all. So I didn't go the whole year. But it got us to a point where, you know, we had uh, five starters, you know, and we used the other guy as a short relief guy. Mm -hmm. You know, the other thing thing I've seen in in Central Texas, there is a lot more uh, select ball. Oh yeah, where, where people are traveling travel and ball. the kids yeah. travel ball, and the kids are playing two teams. But what they're not saying, or what they're not telling the coach, well, I threw seven in or eight innings. Seven innings, I guess, was a high school game. Right. Said, I threw seven innings on Monday, <clears throat> and then they want you to come back and throw another seven for the other team on Wednesday or Thursday or the weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and and uh, a couple of my buddies that were scouts they said they were having kids parents wanting them to have the tommy john surgery right out of high school yes and get over that get through the recovery time take the red shirt time as a college player or whatever so that they'll be fully healthy when they get ready to go and they think they're going to get drafted i'm I'm seeing that a lot at junior college baseball Freshmen will come in and have Tommy John surgery and take their red shirt year at junior college and then come back 
and throw the two years at JUCO and then go to the to, to D1. I'm seeing a lot of so, you know guys in slings at junior college games. Seen that. Now, with that in mind, do you, do you take that in consideration when you're getting your fantasy teal, fantasy teams well, set up? The, with the medical stuff going on, uh, um, if they if they've had that and they're going to be on rehab maybe for months, okay, extend yeah. it out. I mean that's a that's a dead time for your fantasy team. I got yeah. you. I yeah. understand. I mean the the deal is like anything. If you get players playing. You have opportunity for runs, RBIs, home runs, and all that. So this is player-centric, the whole oh, thing. Definitely. So oh, you yeah. don't consider management managers or anything like well, that? Well, you might consider ballparks where they play in, yes. uh, teammates you know, that are in front of them or behind them in, in the lineup, something right. like that. You know, and, and certain – they call it stacks, where you can go in and stack a lineup when you're going in and you set. And if you can get – like the one they were talking about the other night, uh, last night, St. Louis had a stack where they were playing their top four hitters against the uh, San Francisco Giants. Uh-huh. And the Giants aren't doing – they're not totally on fire right now, but uh, St. Louis lost four to nothing. So that theory can backfire just like everything mm-hmm. else. So San Francisco put it on them and, yeah. and took care of their yeah. top hitters. And, and their starting pitcher, their starting pitcher. The other thing is the kids that are getting – uh, the kids that are getting brought up, I mean, they're multi-talented, so they can go and they play different positions. So that, I, well, that Otani, Otani, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you're getting prepared for a draft, and it may vary by leagues, but as far as let's take a particular league, do you draft a position by position? Do you have to have a starting nine with each yes, ball game? Or we each? have what we play. I was trying to look right here. And, and our positions that we have that are probably the most important, we play catcher, mm-hmm. first base, second base, third base, shortstop, three outfielders, and a utility player. Okay. And then we play five pitchers. They okay. can be any combination. Right. And then four, so that gives you nine starters on offense and five. So there's 14 active positions and 11 reserves. Okay. Now, back when I was doing this, I – focus my research on certain positions because I knew there was certain positions that there was, let's call it a, a dearth of offense out of that particular position, maybe only one or two players that would give you a lot of offensive numbers out of like shortstop or second base. Right. But you could get plenty of numbers out of first base or outfield. So I always, when it came time to do my drafting, when it came to offense, I focused on shortstops and second basemen. Well, is that the, kind the, of the one the one that you have is the kid from the San Diego that just came back that it Batiste? had Batiste. Yeah, you know his 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 uh, position ranking now because he got to play a little bit of outfield last year. Right. So he's eligible for outfield and shortstop. Okay. Now he will go probably to an outfielder because I think his health wise because they've got uh, Bogarts from right. uh, Boston came mm-hmm. came over right. to play. Right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I used to, when there was Alex Rodriguez and some of these other guys, the big shortage position now that you see is third base. Right. So, and if I, you can get a, a Arenado, you're doing pretty good. Yeah, if you get Arenado or Manny Machado. Yeah. And then uh, the, other, the others that I see, the, the kid from Texas, Joe. John Shun. 
And I, I think he was uh, at Texas Tech. He, yeah, he was. And he played at Tech. So, you know, I kind of pulled for him. I did. He's So far, he's done better than I thought. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I would say the other thing that when you start looking, uh, if you get the quality starting pitcher, it's just you got to have a couple of them. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is when to draft them. Right. Yeah. But yeah. Garrett, Garrett Cole – I was a, I was an Astro fan. I was disappointed when he left. Mm-hmm. But it's like everything else. They go for the money. And I don't, sure. I don't blame him. Yeah, I don't blame him for that, him. that I, one minute. Yeah, I uh, saw him at UCLA, he and Trevor Bauer. That was one of the best one-two combinations in, in yeah. college baseball that I've ever seen. Right. And, and knew that those guys were going to be good when they got the big leagues and just just have continued to watch him. He's just phenomenal on the mound. Well, the best college pitcher I faced was Bert Hooten. Yeah out of Texas. Yeah. And then I told Stan, I said, uh, uh, I faced Richard Wortham mm-hmm. and Jim Gideon. Right. Both out of Texas. And they were, <laughs> you know, that's, that's a, strong. That's yeah. a strong deal. Yeah, absolutely. Let me ask you this. So somebody is just wanting to get into fantasy baseball. What are the dynamics of fantasy baseball? And how do you, how do you win and lo- or, 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 or is it a point deal? Or yeah, it's a point what deal. Is, yes, points. Well, how's it work? I would, I would suggest uh, to start, just do the rotisserie, just the old-fashioned rotisserie where you go in and put things together, and then it's just a season accumulation of points. Okay, so the accumulation of points, whoever's got the most points most at the points end of the season the end is the is winner. Win, and they get, we got a little trophy or whatever, and everybody gets you know gets their deal there. And in some yeah. of these leagues, there's more than just trophies. Well, there is. <laughs> so there's some money to be made. Get your picture in the paper, too. holding your trophy little plastic trophy but the the other thing is we've been we've had some others the other thing that i don't do i don't want to deal with or trades yeah because we've had it where some of the guys we played with they they get pretty salty get testy doesn't it yes and and it's you don't want to ruin the friendship you don't want to ruin the league and all of that other but uh we have we have had some uh, well, he had one that just dropped another guy. Didn't we had you know, him the right hook it, bro- broke his nose. They were arguing over a trade. <laughs> oh, goodness, goodness, no, That's serious. And it was yeah. here. It was here in Waco. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was probably uh, in the uh, early nineties. Yeah. I don't guess there was anybody I knew because I didn't see him any anybody with black eyes. No, no. <laughs> broken nose. You know the the other thing. Of course, I remember when you guys were on the radio and people would call in. Mm-hmm. Everybody's an expert. Of course they are. Everybody knows, and and, and it's one of and it's just like Stan managing and every. Oh, I've forgotten more than you'll ever know. Uh, and well, the, I didn't say that. I know, but <laughs> there are people there. They think this is this is easy. Yeah, well, I got news for you. <laughs> no, it's not. So my my deal is whatever career path you go into or whatever you chase, uh, keep your mouth shut, keep your head down, and go. <laughs> so. so. Uh, yeah. Okay. You said you're in like seven leagues. Are they all just static leagues where you draft and, and go the, no, the full have, distance, or do you tr- do a lot of trading, or do we you have, have to we select have trading in, in our Pentagon League? It's on it's on CBS. Most of our leagues that I'm in are with ESPN, mm-hmm. but ESPN, CBS, Yahoo, the the game has gotten so popular. The fantasy game has mm-hmm. gotten so popular that somebody. Every media outlet's got some kind of right. form or fashion. Right. And then the other thing is, you just 
there's a there's a company called DraftKings right. or FanDuel, mm-hmm. and a long time ago, Major League Baseball, if you were involved with FanDuel or DraftKings, you were persona non grata. Yes. Yeah. But, but now, yeah. when you're watching Major League Baseball Network, everything they they have a commercial. They're with advertising. Kings, yeah. Everything. But yeah. it's all about. It's all about the dollar. About the the money, dollar. Yeah. The mighty dollar. Absolutely. So, but other than that, we play, if somebody was starting, I would say for simplicity's sake, let them start and play and just play the rotisserie league. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, if you got, now there's some family leagues and everybody plays. If y'all want to trade, that's fine. Yeah. But when you're playing for your little coin or you're playing for your trophy, you know, as a commissioner, and I heard a couple of them talk about it, they said, you do not go in and cancel trades. No. Because then you'll then you'll come around and they'll they'll at some point in time there'll be an angle coming through for you to get a trade approved. Mm-hmm. Or, or and or, you'll get canceled. And yeah. I'll get canceled. Yeah, yeah. I'll so, get vetoed. Or yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think the five years I was commissioner, I don't think I ever canceled a trade. There was a couple of them I just went. Okay. Now, now, now the funny thing is <laughs> the funny thing is it doesn't take long. Uh, somebody makes a trade. And, and then you have two days to, if you can disagree or whatever, you can vote to veto, but it takes four vetoes or whatever. And so when it happens, as soon as the trade goes in and, the, and Stan accepts my trade offer, then here come, the, here come the texts, here come the emails. What is going on? And really? Yeah. It's that, just, I got, that's, that is yeah. active. Yes. Yeah. People are following that. Best trade I ever made. I got Al Oliver and Paul Molitor. For Aussie and Bhakti. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the, the one that I got caught on, I was watching the Astro game, and one of those one of those starters, I don't even remember who it was, and he kicked the water cooler coming out, broke his toe. Yeah. And I made a trade offer with the broken toe. And the guy didn't know it, and then we. <laughs> so, anyway, but that was, way, that was way back in the day. So. Let's see. Somebody hits wow. the wall with their hand, breaks their little pinky finger, yeah. or whatever. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So. Well. Hmm. Anyway. Well, I do appreciate you being here with us. Glad it, to be this has been a very fun conversation about fantasy baseball. That is our time for this episode of A Visit to the Mound. Many thanks to our special guest today, Denny Copeland, and thank you for listening. If you have any questions or comments or anything you would like for us to cover, we'd love to hear from you. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at A Visit to the Mound or on our website at avisittothemound.com. Make sure you like, subscribe, and review this podcast and be listening the next time we make a visit to the mound. That'll wrap up this visit to the mound. We certainly appreciate you joining us today for a little baseball talk. Anytime you want to hear something about baseball, you can find us anywhere you get your podcast, or you can go to roguemedianetwork.com for the next edition of A Visit to the Mound. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.